Welcome, Bree, and welcome to We the GamerCast that publishes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play every single Monday. But patrons get it first, they get it on Fridays. And thank you for rating the show on Apple Podcasts and telling a friend and telling your mom and telling your grandma and telling your dog and telling your neighbor and telling your wife and telling your son and everybody, everybody that you guys tell. Guess what? Nobody's home. It's um, 6 p.m. Normally, I'd like to have this out to patrons a little bit earlier, but life is crazy, and I appreciate everybody's support. And speaking of patrons, I want to thank all of our diamond executive producers over at patreon.com slash Yumi Capri, Slimer Snarf right up there, Jonathan Brown, the Purple Monkey, and the leader, the maestro, uh, Lee Navarro over at Phoenix Overdrive. And then we have our gold members, Xavier Reyes, Tabitha Carroll, Becky Grockmall, Ashley Nicholson, Argo, Gene K, Marcus O'Neill, Ray Martinez, Trucker Sloth, Zach Bradshaw, Skinny, Matt, and James Johnson. So many of you making life so much better. And and um, I appreciate every single one of you guys who listens to this show. And just so you know, normally we've got Carrie doing the intro, but we've had Tabby, Marcus O'Neill, and Xavier Reyes join up as new gold members. And with all of life going on, we haven't got that that thing sorted out yet. So I thought I would kind of start things out with my own personal. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. So many of you at the gold level. So many of you at the diamond executive producers. Who even knew that that was even going to be a thing? We had to create this whole new level because um, some of you guys are just incredible. So thank you. Whew kind of like my voice is not going to make a good thing i'm just gonna i'm just gonna do this intro maybe sip on some tea or something like that man i hope you guys are good i hope you um i hope this brings you a little bit of joy today is a chill conversation that we're going to get into with argo and i want you guys to go follow him at twitch.tv slash argo 227 but we're going to get into that in a little bit but if you're new here's the deal every week i have sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet we talk about life and video games and if you want to be on the show i've got a lot of openings Finally, actually, tweeted me at Sean Capri. Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. I think I've got maybe like one or two booked over the next couple of weeks, which is kind of rare. Brock McLaughlin, I've got my eye set on you, my friend, if you're listening. Um, A couple things I want to tell you guys before we get into it with Argo. I hope you guys liked the episode last week where I just basically re-ran a conversation that I had with the geek guru, Bobby Pauls. I listened to that twice, man. <laughs> I listened to it on the on the Patreon feed, which I obviously have just to make sure everything is, is all good. And then uh, when it hit on the We The Gamer cast as well, I listened to it again. I love that conversation. What a, I mean, it, I think, number one, I think like Bobby's stories are just hilarious. They, they continue to make me laugh, even though I know exactly what's going to happen. Um, and just to kind of like reflect on Man, like we've both come a long way, I think, in the way that we the way we podcast and certainly like our microphones at the very least way, way different. So for any of you guys who'd never heard that before, I hope you enjoyed it. And for those of you who had, I hope that you enjoyed the um, the trip down memory lane. I think that would be really interesting to do every once in a while just to kind of like re air. Um, you know what? Oh, man, what was it? I think it was episode like 99 of this when when I used to like keep track when I used to number every single episode. Uh, I think it was 99. Gosh, what the? Hmm. Was it this show? <laughs> I don't even know what show it was. Yeah, because we were just about to get into doing this show into video, and I put together um, a clips episode thanks to the help of of uh, Josh Stapleton. Hold, dude, that was a long time ago because this is well over two hundred episodes now. If you look at the um, if you look at the feed, if you look at the, the the podcast feed, there's there should be over well over two hundred. Let me know if you guys are are on a feed that doesn't have like all two hundred. That's the one that is real. There's actually two feeds going live, and I actually post to both of them. And I probably shouldn't. I probably should just kill one of them off, and just stick with the original one. That's a there was a bad decision that I made a little while ago. I'm just kind of living with it now with the two feeds. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed that uh, tonight. I am getting ready to as a 
as the patrons are hearing this Friday night, uh, November 20th, I'm getting ready for my first ever Animal Crossing stream. And who knows if we'll do another one, but I am really looking forward to it. Number one, because this happened because everybody supported my Extra Life fundraising total to well over $1,000. That was the first goal. We wanted to hit $1,000. And I said, if we hit it, I will buy Animal Crossing with my own money. A second one, by the way, where do you have Animal Crossing in this house? And don't even get me started about all that. But we raised a lot of money for the kids, and I'm going to jump on stream with Consul Cato, who was on the show just a couple of weeks ago, and she's going to guide me through my first few hours of, uh, of Animal Crossing. So I hope... I hope to have some fun there. I like Animal Crossing. That's the thing that everybody like gets a little bit mixed up. I think Animal Crossing is a cool game. My issue is completely separate from the game itself, but that's a whole other thing. I hope everybody's enjoying their separate app and their four-hour progress to or process to transfer saves or whatever the hell Nintendo is doing over there. Um, number two, I hope everybody is enjoying Hyrule Warriors. It just launched this week. I am kind of busy with this whole Animal Crossing thing now. There's like a winter update. Wait until this show starts with me rattling off my like my island progress <laughs> for like three hours at a time. Bobby's going to come back from the from the hospital. He's going to be all well and good. And then he'll get tired of me talking about Animal Crossing with my luck. Wouldn't that be a flipperoo? Um, the last thing that I want to say is I am so inspired by so many of you guys who are so active um, with your with your fitness. Holy crap, man. People doing their push-ups and their runs and everything. I saw you, Marcus O'Neill, running out in the cold dead of winter here in Edmonton. Joey Splats has lost like 600 pounds or something like that. I, I don't mean to, to margin. I don't mean to, to uh, uh, I don't know, make fun or anything like that. It's What what Joey Splats has done is truly remarkable. And I, I actually think that he's lost, I don't know, was it 130 pounds or something like that? I think like he's not just, like he said his goal at the beginning of the year and he is crushing it, man. Joey Splats, you're killing it. Um, Joe After Work also, man, looking good. I, I see all you, I, I see all those shirts fitting you, Joe After Work. So, um, so I went and I finally found some dumbbells and I, I ordered them. I made a big purchase, you guys. I'm, I'm going to have them hopefully like safely stacked. I don't really have anywhere to put them. So that's a, that's a future me problem, but I'm excited to, um, to, to get my lift and my, my swole. Is it a swole? Is that what you do? I don't know how to talk about this stuff. Why don't we uh, jump on into my conversation with Argo again, follow him at twitch.tv slash Argo two, two seven, because he's a cool dude and he's very nice. And we could all learn a little something, something from him. And this story takes a bit of a twist partway through. You'll never see it coming. So um, we're going to jump into it before I, uh, before I do. I'm going to give you a forewarning. The music you're about to hear is from OC Remix. It's called Past Meets Present. It's a remix from a Pokemon Gold song, and I really like it, so you're going to listen to a lot of it. <laughs> There's like it, We go on a journey here before we jump on into my chat with Argo. So enjoy the music. Enjoy the chat. I'll see you on the other side. Here he is, Argo. I'm in the, I work in the movie exhibition industry, so I basically, in layman terms, I basically work for a company that owns and operates movie theaters. Oh, interesting year for you, man. What's that? Probably an interesting year for you then. Uh, Very sad. Yeah, (laughs) no kidding. Yeah, so it's challenging. Yeah. No, say less, because I know a lot of places are closing, so. So how does that impact you? Uh, We're staying open. I mean, our chain is, we have 25 locations, so. We yeah. are we're in the like the southeast of, of the United States, so we're keeping we're staying open because we're trying to figure out revenue ish revenue ways of keeping the doors open and paying staff. Yeah, because we don't want to just lay people off. So 
it's challenging. Yeah, and any hope? Like, how's it been though? Oh, it's been terrible. Uh, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's been uh, <laughs> just straight up like no. Nah. No, no, it's 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 been it's bad. It's 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 most most weeks um, since we started opening late August after yeah. the COVID stuff started opening in the United States and uh, or the restrictions started opening mm-hmm. and uh, even our highest grossing locations are losing money. Yeah, each week. so it's barely paying enough to pay for just to operate the building, and it- so we're kind of just taking losses trying to pay people to at least you know keep them to have a job we don't want to just lay people off yeah how are you doing with everything uh i am doing i mean well besides the work stuff i mean i'm doing okay yeah um, um my son he, so my son is five but he has autism yeah so wow. he actually goes he doesn't go to a normal school he goes to a like an aba therapist mm-hmm. so he goes every day um for five days a week so yeah so that's Challenging on its own, dude. No uh, kidding. Holy cow! So he, uh, um, yeah, we found that out when he was a little bit over two. Yeah. So what, we, were, uh, what were some of the like? Did you have like signs or something that you wanted to like look into um, a little bit more? Well, his his speech was really delayed. Yeah. Um, so he was it was a little bit after his second birthday. He still wasn't really talking, mm-hmm. and he wasn't answering like. Like, like advanced things, he wasn't even like saying dad or daddy or mom, mama oh. or something like that. He was just kind of mumbling. And so we got his ears checked. Like yeah. they, they put him in a scan. They had to put him to sleep. And put him, they did a little radio, the little scan through his eardrums to test oh, to make sure God. he could hear. And then that wasn't it. And so his pediatrician said, you know, you might want to test him for autism. And I think it's just like one of those things for, for grieving. Um, you kind of deny Mm-hmm. A lot of it. I was like, no, I don't I mean, I, he's just too. I mean, it's not. Yeah. That, how would anybody know? Of course. Yeah, it's too early. But he was tell. doing little repetitive things of like rubbing toys on his chest, not playing with toys like normally. Right. So we took him to uh, a large university in, in, in our town, which is the University of Georgia. And they um, did tests for him. They, he had to he had to be in a room for 20 hours, like, oh like over, over three days. They did like sessions. Yeah. And then they diagnosed him. With being on the spectrum, obviously it's too young for him to know where he falls in it. Mm-hmm. So they they put him on a spectrum, and then he's been getting slowly better because he's been in speech ever since then, speech yeah. therapy. And then he he has a more hectic schedule. He's a five year old that has speech therapy, occupational therapy, ABA therapy. Occupational therapy. What does that even mean for a five year old? So occupational therapy. It, it, he he's actually really good with um, hand eye coordination. Yeah. So occupational therapy teaches kids. Or I guess adults that that um, if they have motor skills that are kind of needed to be worked out, so like they'll teach him to put blocks in certain areas and to um, climb up, how to climb up, like just basic functions of how to use a ladder or yeah. problem solving kind of skills. So oh they call gosh. it occupational therapy. So he just kind of so he can kind of um, get all his stuff and then and kind of so that's where they started with the kids. So he kind of was doing blocks just like normal kids. Uh, play putting blocks in the right you know associating this with that um, yeah and kind of going there and then so he's been getting better um for sure um but um you know that's always just a, a just a big scare i think for any parent it's like you worry about how you know how he's going to be later on in life and everything so, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you, that's guys, just, you guys just have the one yeah i just have one yeah, yeah. so i i have one son he's he's fought like i said he's five now yeah um, but he, uh, so he, uh, and you know, I would, 
I, I, I really hate to say this, but like, I know we were talking about having more kids and it's always just that fear in my, my mind of, uh, like our time is so dedicated to them. Like mm-hmm. not necessarily just saying like, I'm not scared if, if we have another child that has autism or anything like that, not at all, but it's sure. my, our time is so dedicated to him cause he needs. I think that would be fair for you to say though, too, like, you know, just for anything, like for, you know, you, you, like you said, you kind of, you want every, you want your kids to be like healthy and everything else. And you can't help but think that there'd be more complications, right? Like for another, oh, one, yeah. like maybe that'd be, that'd be a tough hurdle to get over. And yeah, yeah he, was, like, he was, he was born premature too. Cause, uh, oh, was he? um, Allie, which is my girlfriend, she, um, she hurt, uh, during her pregnancy, her kidney started, her liver actually started failing. Yeah. So they had to induce, um, early to, uh, you have had a ride, man. Holy cow. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a, it was a shock. (laughs) It was, it was a big turnaround of, uh, of that. So it's, it's been, it's, I mean, I wouldn't change it for the world though. Cause I mean, he is absolutely, I mean, he's my best bud. I mean, I I love him to death, but, uh, he, he, uh, he, um, it's just different challenges, but I'm, I'm perfectly, I mean, like I said, I think if we would have had this conversation three years ago, mm-hmm. I was in complete denial. I was like, even when they diagnosed him, I was like, no, he's, he's, he's fine. He's, I mean, he's two, he's, he's, we'll, we'll overcome it. He's going to be, I mean, it's going to be just like anything else. I mean, I don't, this is my first child. So I was like, I don't even know like, yeah. one of my nephews. He's, he didn't start talking to his three. So I was like, I was in a huge denial. Mm-hmm. I would have been too. I didn't even want to go to the appointments at first. Yeah. Uh, I was like, no, like I was telling the doctors, I was like, no, I don't, I don't, I don't want, I don't, I don't want to say I don't want to believe it. I just don't believe it. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I, it took me a while to process that I am being extremely selfish with how I'm thinking about it. And I need to refocus and say what is best for him. And it doesn't matter what they diagnose him with. It doesn't matter what they Whatever it is, I want to do whatever is best for him. Yeah. So um, that's how we started doing that. And then we started getting him into different programs. And and uh, I don't even know if we want to talk about the healthcare in the United States. It's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I honestly don't – not to get too much into it. I, I mean, I've said it before. I don't understand. Like, uh, you guys just no, come on over. Like, just come on oh, up, well, man. Like, I don't know. You – yeah. I don't uh, understand even, it. Even, even just – even his medical bills for just him being born was – Mm-hmm. Forty thousand. My God! And, and, like actual then, dollars. This is the thing. Like when people throw that those kind of numbers out, like it it makes so little sense. Like I don't know what forty thousand of anything looks like. Yeah. So obviously yeah. the insurance will cover, but then they sure. have all these premiums and all the everything you have to pay for. Then you have to every doctor that comes in the room during the whole process, they get you get a bill from them. So you're just looking uh, at them coming to the room and you're going, like, oh yeah, dollars. We, got, we just, just got like a, after a month after he was born, it just letters just kept coming and it was like yeah. pages of like statements of visits and all this stuff. And, and then even just all the other therapy and stuff, finally we got him into a, a pretty good program now. But I mean, when he was four, I mean, it, just in therapies and stuff, it was ten, twelve thousand $12,000 out of pocket. So, and that was just for him. Oh, just to God. Get So it was, it's been a interesting and stressful kind of thing. But I mean, like I said, I still wouldn't change it. I mean, I just want to, to do whatever is how do you do that how do you like how are you so chill about everything man so i'm looking out my door here i've got so, a mess outside this door i'm like i'm so stressed about this mess like <laughs> let alone so this is like for, nothing compared to that so fortunately i have a really good job yeah um and the second thing is i 
so this might be something we'll talk about too, but I am, um, which is my, my vice, my biggest vice is gambling. Yeah. So I've been extremely lucky with gambling. Uh, <laughs> really? Oh yeah. I got some stories. What? I got some, I got, I've been extremely lucky with gambling that I've put enough money to be able to be able to, um, have surplus income that I can. You um, got to be kidding me. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Last okay. year alone, 2019. So obviously this year hasn't been because you could, casinos have been closing the United States. Yeah. But last year alone, your livelihood. They're closing your livelihood, man. Oh, I know. <laughs> so so this is, this is movies not, and casinos. Leave them alone. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. I know. I, I so I have a pretty good job already. But last year, just in casino winnings, I won over fifty five thousand dollars. What in the world? So, <laughs> so like playing what like what do you, like like poker or like? Uh, i mostly play um poker no uh like uh texas hold'em yeah and then um um i've won my big jackpots on playing like the carnival games like the the table games so like mississippi Stop. stud and, and, and other things so i've been fortunate with that and then i have always had a steady income playing poker since i was going back to 2000 for 20 years i've been no playing poker. way or, so when I was in college, yeah, I never got a job because I only play poker and I pay my rent and everything just playing poker. <laughs> That's like, the it, coolest it, thing I ever heard. That's awesome. So, so it was like it was, it was almost like I my, one of my favorite movies is Rounders. Yeah, and it literally is 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 similar. I used to go to home games and just play. No um, way, dude! I learned how to play poker from that movie. And then, like, that oh, was yeah. when, like, poker was just exploding. Like, I watched oh, it yeah. way after yep. it came out. Watched it. And, like, okay, I understand this. And won my first, like, whatever tournament that I was playing with the friends and stuff. I was like, okay, well, that's easy. I can win poker all the time. It's yeah. almost like the worst thing to do is yep. to win, like, your first your first go because you it think is. it's so easy. Yep. Like, do you just understand it in a different level? Like, how, uh, or are you legitimately lucky? I've always been um, – so the way I advanced in my career in – the movie industry and everything like that is obviously making contacts and and being personable. I mean, I've always talked to a lot of people and just be able to strike conversations up. And then mm-hmm. I think if you're sitting there, it's it's a reading of the room. I mean, I know yeah. obviously it, you, it's a lot of luck. I mean, with the cards and everything, but how you play the cards is the biggest part. Because I mean, you could have aces every time, and if you don't play them right, mm-hmm. you're you're gonna you're gonna win. Ten, twelve dollars. Yeah, but if you can, if you can read the room, I mean, even if it doesn't matter if you have nine three, I mean, as as long as you can read someone and then know how they kind of, kind of try to predict how they play and, and try to play off their weaknesses, which sounds terrible. Yeah, um, no, not not with poker. Um, that sounds exactly yeah, so, what you need I mean, to do. It's really like that because usually when I'm at the poker table, I'm very quiet. Yeah, and I literally I'll just sit there and I'll just try to just I don't I don't try to make it obvious, but I just try to read mm-hmm. the table. How it's playing, how people are playing with other players, yeah, and not necessarily how they're playing me, um, and just kind of try to memorize. I have a really good memory, so I try to memorize what cards they played, how they played it, and try to put it together the scenarios of that. And um, it's worked out. I mean, like I said, I'm not a professional poker player by no means. I mean, it sounds like, like you're a professional, man. You're paying your rent with poker. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was in college. Yeah, because that was you know you could do online. So, so you're a retired professional. Poker player. To <laughs> my, <Yeah. laughs> so unfortunately they they banned online poker in the United States. I think it was two thousand five. What? 2006. So you can't play. Uh, you can't gamble online in the United States. For real? That's there's no way. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, they, they in any of them. Uh, you can only play in New. You can play in New Jersey, 
and in um, California. That is bonkers to me. I feel like that's like just when it was all happening. Oh, like yeah, that's you know, when poker well, they, was going crazy. Well, you know, I, I hate to say it, but you know, they when you play online poker, most of the companies are foreign. Like their their servers or their home base. Oh, interesting. So the United States can't get their tax cut, so they yeah, banned. yeah. Instead of so just starting up their own. Yeah. So they couldn't. They 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 couldn't. They Dude, couldn't I had no tax. idea. People were playing poker here. I remember people would talk about like they'd have like nine hands at a time. They'd be playing oh, yeah, poker no, no. online. I used to play, so I had my monitor and I would be playing in four to six tournaments at one time. No. And way. I would just play the hands because online is it's a little bit trickier because online is more luck. Because yeah, you're not reading anybody. So you're just playing the cards. Mm-hmm. So if I'm just playing the cards, I I can play six to ten six to ten hit tables at once wow. because I'm just playing the cards. So I know how the bet. I see the bet. If if it's something that is going to be um, leading my way, then obviously I'll bet or I'll just gamble with it. Yeah. But um, but they shut it down in 2005. Yeah, it was 2005 or 2006 because I graduated college in 2006, and then I've had to finally find a good job. <laughs> so, was it ever, was it ever a problem though? Like obviously we're here in the upside, but like, was it ever like for me? Yeah. Yeah. Were you just so always I like have, pretty have, even or up? Well, yes. No, I mean, obviously you're going to lose. You're not you're, in anything. You're never going to always win. Right. Um, but what I used to do is I used to never gamble out of my means. Right. And I used to only win enough that I needed. Like I do, I wasn't greedy. So I, I would play, I would play, um, cards and then if i want enough to pay my rent and food and because i was in college i mean it's not like i had that many big responsibilities yeah then i would stop Um, i wasn't addicted i don't think i was addicted but i had some where i had to pay my rent late because i was like i got a crunch so i got to play for the next 14 hours because i need to make 300 Mm dollars and because i got to pay my rent yeah so you're going like kind of kind of like it wasn't like you're putting your rent's worth on a on a hand oh no 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 so i would i i always try to get at least like two, three months of rent, have that saved up. So I'm not spending it and then kind yeah. of just play on the winnings. Um, and I did that for, I mean, I, that was from 2002 to 2005, 2006. That is so cool. So I didn't, when did you know, discover like, that you were good at it though? Like when did you kind of go like, wait a second, this is a thing. Uh, like I can actually make money of this. I, I always play with, I just play with friends. Yeah. So like in, um, they probably hated in, playing with you. Yeah, maybe so like in, <laughs> in high school. Sure. Played poker on the weekends with friends. Um, I think the skill that I mean, it sounds. I don't know if this. It, I think it relates. So what, a big game that I played in in, in high school was a, a card game called Mafia. I don't know okay. if you ever heard. I of never it. play that. No. So it's a it's a social deduction game, and so we used to play that all the time in my high school with random people. Where basically you have a moderator, and then you have some people that are called the Mafia, mm-hmm. and then you have a detective and a doctor, and it's a day night cycle. Game. It's just like almost like Among Us, but in person. I was just thinking, man. Like, I would, yeah. like this is why I can't play Among Us with you. Like, you're reading the room <laughs> and everything. You know exactly what everybody's yeah. doing. So, uh, so basically, the the moderator, the, the mafia kills people, and then mm-hmm. the detective, if they pick one player, if they're mafia, the, the moderator would tell them, and then they could either come out to the group or you know everything like that. The doctor would save each person, each one person every night. Mm-hmm. So it was just a social deduction game. You had to read the room. You had to try to figure That's out. That's so funny. You know, things, and I used to play that. I played that every, almost every night. Like, yeah. well, not every night, but like weekends with friends in high school. And then that kind of turned into poker games. And then, you know, we played poker with friends, and then we would invite some other people over. And then we would go down to the poker room and play some poker, and then kind of go through there. And it just kind of snowballed. Yeah. And then now I go, um, 
now I have to go to like Vegas. So, have you been to Vegas? You oh, say you yeah, haven't been. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. No, I, I go. I like so t- last year, 2019. I went to Vegas seven times. Yeah. So I, I go a lot. <laughs> I, I yeah. I went. I was going almost like every six eight weeks. So. Okay. So what 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 tell like? Cause I've never been to Vegas. I'm a little terrified of Vegas because I a couple of my friends have gone down and had like my friends would go down when they were like 20 or I guess 21. You know, like yeah. right around there because you can drink at 18 here, which is which is nuts as well. Uh, probably a little bit too early, but it is what it is. So, you know, 21 is a big deal for a lot of people here because they go like, now I'm going to Vegas. They go down for a weekend and they get obliterated. Like they just like make fools of themselves and, you know, that whole thing. And I'm like, apparently there's just no control to be had in Vegas. Apparently you go down there and there's nothing to be done. But like, I feel like there's other experiences that some other oh, people yeah. are able to have in I, Vegas. It's it's completely different from now than it was 10 years ago. Yeah. I was going to say like, because it's been a while since I was strip, in 21. Like the, where the strip is, is almost family friendly now. Interesting. Uh, they have Eminem world. <laughs> they have all this. They have okay. I can be down courses. with Eminem world. Yeah. So, so they, they have, um, <laughs> it's more family friendly. They have a thing called Fremont street, which is the old Vegas, which is what mm-hmm. they call Vegas. Now that is where the bad stuff happens. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go with family, you just stay on the strip. And then if you want to do where the, the craziness goes, you go to Fremont street. But the, um, um, the thing about Vegas, the reason why everyone gets obliterated is because if you're in a casino, mm-hmm. it's free drinks. Yeah, it, it's it's almost like the cheapest. Like if you're young, yeah, it is like the cheapest vacation. <laughs> like yeah, you go and you pay for the hotel, and if you're sitting at a slot machine or you sit at a table, you could be playing. A, a yeah, you don't know slot. what t- you don't know what time it is. Like there's no clock. You don't know what time it is. They have, they have all lit up. You you walk. You never go out to go outside. Mm-hmm. You uh, but you can. Um, you can pay a penny slot machine, and the waitress will come by, and you can just get drinks. So you can drink alcohol or. Penny Whatever. slot machines, oh my gosh. And you could just get drinks and you could just get uh have the best time of your life. <laughs> See, I think now I think now would be a little bit different. I don't think that I drink quite like I did when I was like twenty one, twenty two, oh, yeah. or you know, even up to twenty eight for God's sakes. But yeah, so now I think it would be a little bit different. I think I would like Vegas now a little bit more. But I just never really like went there. And so from like for gambling though, it's like that's the part that I don't think that I still don't understand, which is like I have a casino here. Like there's a casino like you know, in our town, like why, why do people go to Vegas to gamble? Like what, what makes that? I think the, the people that, well, I think for a lot of people, it's the, it's just the experience of when they're going, cause they're going on vacation. Sure. And I think the people that do it for a living and the reason why Vegas is the number one spot for people that actually gamble for a living is mm-hmm. because they're almost preying on all the tourism. So people oh, are going there. And okay, just, that they makes sense. They're like, oh, I got, I'm drunk. I'll just, I'll just put fifty dollars on the table. I mean, absolutely. I'm in yeah. And so they're like, okay, we'll just take your fifty dollars. So you just sit there and you'll, mm-hmm. I'll take your fifty dollars. I'll take your hundred dollars. I never um, heard anybody describe it in that way. That absolutely makes sense. So, so I go like when I was going, I was only going for a weekend, and I'll come back and I could go from a Friday to Sunday. And I wouldn't even have a drink. Like, yeah, I'll just yeah, play, of course. And then I'll just you're working. And then I'll just come back. I'll just fly back home. Yeah. So um, trip pays for it, itself. It, did you actually have a good time though? Like you know, you're there working. Well, I, I, working I have a good tables. time because I, I I've gone to casinos enough where I don't even pay for the flight or the room. Mm-hmm. So it's a free trip. What do you mean um, you don't pay for the flight? Like they're comping you? Oh yeah, yeah. So um, like most casinos, in, at least in the United States, you have like Harrah's or you have like the Caesars, sure. which owns like a lot of different properties, and you have MGM. Yeah, it, they have reward programs. So if you just sign up for it, um, if you just play a little bit they'll just give you free rooms or they'll just give you free Argo, whatever food you got or... it all figured out man <laughs> so like heck? me like me and um my girlfriend we went right before covid this year we mm-hmm. went in february and we went for five days yeah and um 
besides obviously we would go see Vegas shows because she really likes the Vegas shows. Mm-hmm. That's why I think it's a pretty cool experience, if, especially if you have little older children too, because some of the shows are just absolutely amazing. They're kind of yeah. like it's I can't believe this is life. happening on stage. Yeah, yeah, no um, kidding. So they're, they're, it's a really cool spot, even if you're not going there just to drink the whole time. I mean, there's the, sure. the shows. The, uh, you obviously, they have the Grand Canyon pretty close by there as well. Um, Honestly, I don't think I knew that. <laughs> I don't I mean, think well, I knew that's like, where it was. It's, it's, I'm such an it's, idiot. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very cheap, but you can do helicopter rides there. Yeah. You, can, you rent a car. It's probably like a, a two-hour drive. I totally rent a car and just go drive yeah. on the highway around there. That'd be oh, awesome. I mean, you go down Route 66 and you can be like in the desert. So, yeah. <laughs> Terrifying. Um, but the uh, – um, so, you know, it, it only cost a few hundred dollars for us to be there for a week. Yeah. Uh, cause you know, the food was comped. <laughs> the, Holy cow. The Just because, comped. because you're, because of the reward programs. And, yeah. Because of the yeah. reward program. Oh Even if gosh. you don't play too much, they'll still give you free rooms. Cause obviously they don't make money on a room. Like they charge you a hundred dollars or yeah, they want you to stay there and gamble. Yeah. They want you to gamble and lose your money. What? So, like what a world where like the money isn't in the, like the room, but it's actually in the money that you could lose while like. Outside of your room, like oh, yeah. it's, I guess, same building, but yeah, because if they can't get you there, they won't make you money. Yeah, yeah, so no they kidding. need they need you to get there, and they want you to stay as long as possible. Oh and they want you to gosh. play those slot machines and lose money. So, oh wow, dude, like, okay, so like, how is I guess I don't know. I'm just trying to think of like the mix between like Twitch and like gambling. I guess if they shut down like online gambling, like that that kind of stinks. So it'd be so interesting if you were able to like. You know, like I would watch the crap out of my friends gambling <laughs> money on Twitch. Oh, yeah. I think that would be oh, super no. interesting. If, if they legalized it, I would play poker on Twitch all day. Wouldn't that be unreal? And like, oh my gosh, dude, like that's actually, it sounds even dangerous. I feel like I should put like a warning at the start of this episode to go like, you know, oh, gamble no. within your means, no, like know no, your limits I or whatever. I would not recommend it because it, as long as, if you have the self-control, anything mm. is fine. I mean, it's just like alcohol. Or totally. Anything like that. If you have the self-control over it, um, and don't let it control you. It's, it's, it, I think anything, anything can be okay. So it's all in moderation. I mean, I don't, like I said, I don't gamble my savings. I don't, um, I will never put my family or like paying for stuff for my son in risk or anything like that. So if I go and I'm playing for the few hundred dollars, then, you know, I'll put it back in my pocket and just play with it. If I win something and I'll mm-hmm. just play that. And if I got to quit and just hang out the pool for the two days, I'll just hang out the pool for two days. <laughs> oh <laughs> I mean, my God. That's win nice. Yeah, gosh, oh man, it's been a while since anybody I think has even been able to think about hanging out by the pool. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like going, oh man, can you still yeah. like fly back and forth though? Like, would you go to Vegas right now? Like, I guess like for I, me, it's like U.S. is not even an option. Like, as much as Chelsea and I would love to go to like Disney and all the things that we would love to do, like we just can't right now. But I guess you guys can still like go like from state to state. You can you can still fly. Yes. Yeah. I think yeah. The would only you? State the only I would not. Yeah. Um. So I have not. Um, I know the only state that is now not allowing outsiders is New York. Yeah. Um, they won't let like I think our I live in Georgia, so it's in the um, it's right above Florida mm-hmm. on the southeast. Um, like Georgia is on the no fly list of New York, so I couldn't even go to New oh, York. Oh wow! Um, you could drive, but I mean obviously, but you cannot. Fly. <laughs> is that amazing? Yeah, yeah, but um, uh, that's a bit of a like, ways, though. They're like quarantining you for two weeks if you go there. Yeah, but um, you know. The whole – every state's different and they've opened – we like Georgia opened up states in – or opened up the state again in June, the beginning of mm-hmm, June. Mm-hmm. So um, nothing really here has ever really closed. Yeah. We closed – the state here closed for like a month and it's been – it's almost been like a disaster to be honest with you. Yeah, no kidding. Um, 
it's so it's uh it's a it's a difficult thing to to think because we have a lot of people in this area at least that um almost i think just don't believe it's actually actually a reality mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. because they they don't really seem like they really are um looking out for anybody else or they you know they don't want to wear masks or anything like that kind yeah of yeah i th- i'm i'm getting it like you know when it first kind of hit it was um it was harder i think for depending on who you talk to, especially like in your kind of like inner circles and stuff like, like with my family, like some people want to do it, like want to like be safe and everything. And others like say that they do, you know what I mean? Rather than actually, you know, see these pictures of these large group get togethers and stuff. And it's like, who the heck is that person? And like, why is their kid like putting their stuff on their other kid? Like mm-hmm. it's just this, it's a little bit weird. So yeah, it kind of puts you in a tough spot to go, okay, well, you know, I'm going to be wearing my mask, I'm going to be, you know, isolating and, and everything else. And then you look around and you go, like, not everybody is doing the same. And it's just, I feel like that's been one of the most, like, understated and most challenging parts about all of this is that everybody's kind of doing something different. And, yep. it, and it causes, like, I can't help but, I don't know what else to call it, but it's, it's just, it creates tension. Right? Oh, like, there's some yeah, people who are, like, super fine and going into work right now. And some people, like, really aren't. And, like, the two camps are kind of, like, looking at each other going, like, what are you doing going into work? And the other people are like, why aren't you coming into work? It's, yep. So it's like, yeah, it's just dividing people it's, a It's lot. a big division. And you know, honestly, I, I could see both sides because I think to wrap your head around this year is almost <laughs> too much. Like, it's I, too like much. It came out of nowhere and it's something that's never like obviously in my lifetime and I'm pretty sure even my parents or grandparents' lifetime has never had anything like this. Yeah. And it's so – hard to just wrap your head around what do you i gotta stay inside like what is, just, what is what's going on i just feel like in a way it's like it just doesn't even seem fair like that i can't describe it in any other way and i think that's probably why people have such a different reaction to it like whether they're talking about like freedoms or whatever it's like it just doesn't seem like this is the way it should be like this oh, is yeah. like some sort of like bizarro world and we're supposed to like wake up and snap out of it or something at some point yeah, I, I, like I, I'm thinking. I mean, I'm 36, so like I'm thinking um, when I was in high school, like if this were to happen, I, I don't even know what I would do. I mean, I, I was literally uh, out with friends um, every like after school. We would play basketball, play sports. Mm-hmm. Um, we would just be hanging out, or we'd just go to someone's house and we'd just be hanging out and going through and playing games and stuff like that. And I just couldn't even imagine. The, the the thing is saying well you're not even going to school like you're you're staying home i know and and, and uh, it'd just be and then especially the, this day is even harder because you know i think back then i mean i don't even think facebook was around um yeah, no. that uh it's social media so everyone wants to share stuff and kind of go through and um it's it's a definitely a diff- different difficult and and very challenging time that is don't really know what the real answer is is it is it at least like a positive though like in that you know it does seem like i don't know if if, it's hard to remember like what it was like even just before this but like Mm -hmm. i remember as we were starting to come to realize okay nobody's going into work like what does it even mean to be essential like while all those things were happening like i was supposed to come to georgia like the week that it all got shut down for us like i was supposed to um go to a conference in atlanta and i was going to be staying with donnie reese from psvg like i was going to be there and he's like you don't want to come here. Like, what are you talking about? And then it was like the 15th of March, the schools got shut down and then like all the flights were canceled and all mm-hmm. my, all my, like my, my bags were packed. I was supposed to go. And, but I remember like just before that, it seemed like, 
like life was just insane. Like it seemed like just before that everything was going like a million miles an hour. And I'm trying to like wrap my head around, like maybe there's a positive around that, all this that like, maybe we needed things to just pause for a second and just oh, kind of yeah. like chill out a little bit. And for me, like I've got like Lincoln is three and a half and Ellie just turned two. And like you and your son, like he's five. Like maybe there's a positive to just like, can we just focus on the inner unit for a little bit? You know, maybe is that maybe a, a positive? That you've I think so because um, like obviously with the stuff that we're, we're dealing with my son too, but before that, I mean, obviously we were, our schedules are extremely busy. Right. I, mean, I, I would literally not be home five, five days of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, cause I traveled a lot for work. So I would not even like, um, like there'd be sometimes where I won't even see my son for two days because I'll yeah. just be out of town and then I'll come home. And then, um, so this year in particular is the most I've ever spent one-on-one with him in mm-hmm. this, this extended That's awesome. amount of time. So it's actually been more beneficial for our family union anyways, just because like me growing up, I, I was never really close with my dad. I mean, <laughs> my parents are still married, but he never, we never did like one-on-one kind of things. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you know, I'm going to take him like, obviously our parks have been closed, but I'm going to take him. Um, we'll go out to like, like a hiking trail and we'll just walk around and we'll just, we'll just spend some time together and, and, uh, um, do little things like that, or we'll build Legos because I've never built a Lego set in my life before this year. What? Um, no way. I have not, no, I have no. Well, I mean, Lego's expensive, man. Like yeah. we had like we didn't have like Lego kits when we were kids. It was like whatever we could get at like a garage sale, just like a bucket of Lego, mm-hmm. right? And you just kind of like I don't even know if they had like like actual Lego sets before. Like yeah, that's I, that's I the child that I had. Like, I didn't I, even I, know I, that was a thing. Never bought them. So I yeah. never. I, I built my first one with him, and so mm-hmm. we we have like. We have a little collection going where we've just been kind of putting them on the shelf of, yeah. of of different kind of things, and he enjoys it. So we've just been spending a lot more time together, which I really appreciate. That's the best. Um, and so it's one of those things of, you know, it's crazy because I, I've i always been career-oriented, mm-hmm. and this year has kind of actually made me think of switching and going a whole different direction and trying Dude, to maybe too. even think of a different career because I want to spend more time with him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, obviously that is just going to shift everything. But I think, you know, when we're finished with all – well, hopefully we'll finish this. There's an yeah, hopefully this. there's a nice bow that we can tie on all this, right? Like I we can just so. be I, like I there's a like finish line to cross or something, right? Like I, that we know when we did it. Yeah. I don't know. That's kind of what I'm looking forward to. I feel like as I say, I'm like it's probably – that's probably yeah, an unrealistic it's, it's expectation. Yeah. Um, but it's one of those things of I think like I might even switch my whole career kind of thing to – spend more time with him because mm-hmm. I've like, it's been a challenging year, but it's also been me for me personally. Cause I don't want this to sound like I'm undermining the whole thing. It's been one of the um, best family, like personally one of the best years because I've never spent this much time with him. Mm-hmm. So I feel uh, the same sounds- way. And I, I've been listening to a couple podcasts. There's another guy. Um, I listened to a show called the honeydew. And one guy was kind of saying that too, where where this year was like one of the best years for him. And he feels like that he kind of has to whisper he, the joke he made. Like he, he's about to tell you something and he looks around like he's about to say something racist. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, I'm actually having a really good year. Right. Like, yeah. it's like, I don't know that. I, I don't know. Maybe cause you're right. Like a lot of people are having like a really difficult year. And as we sit and chat, like I was just, I just got an update on Bobby's GoFundMe and obviously Bobby's having a terrible year. He's and 
you know, and it, we're yeah, I, I love your shirt, man. And so like, but we have to kind of still there has to be positives out of this, even though like it's been it's been difficult. I think it it's important for it to be like almost like normalized that some people can have positive years, and it's actually like it for for anybody to go for everybody to go. This has been the worst year ever. I totally understand it, but we should also allow for people to discover the light that this change is, is bringing. And I, I'm with you, man. Like, how do we, like, what could, what else can you do? I, I normally would get home. I don't think that I'd really had it, uh, any time where I was three or four days, you know, away from the kids, like on a regular basis, there'd be the odd time. Um, but what was happening on a regular basis was I was up and out of the house before anybody else was awake and I would get home at six thirty, seven o'clock, scramble to eat dinner and I'd throw them in the bathtub and then they'd be in bed and I'd have, maybe 90 minutes yep. with the kids. And now it's like, they wake me up like they're Cause I don't have the, the commute in the morning. And so like, from that perspective, it's like, it's been a huge light bulb for me to go. Look how, look how a lot of people live their lives, like decades at a time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't know how people look, look back on that. If they think like, I guess that's just how life was supposed to be, but we kind of get this opportunity at a pivotal point in our lives I think where we get to go, Oh, there is a different way. Cause I just never, I always would have thought, I guess I'll just get up at six o'clock and I'll be home by seven. And that's just life. And that's how it has to be. But now it's like, doesn't have to be that way. And that's really intriguing to me. Yeah. I mean, I completely agree because um, that's why when I made the, the comment earlier about my dad, it's because he worked all the time. Right. So we never, and I, that's what you I, remember about him. Yeah. So I never like, yeah. I was never, I don't even, Honestly, growing up, I don't even remember any conversation besides what'd you do today? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was not even like in depth of trying to say, like, trying to talk about it. It was just like, um, you know, hey, it's time to go to bed or hey, you have to get ready to go to yeah. school, kind of things like that. And I yeah. never really had a one on one conversation. Like, we sat down and had, um, like, I don't even feel like I got to know him until I was really, honestly, until I had my son. Yeah. Because, um, even when I was in the twenties or in my, in my twenties, um, when I moved out of my parents and went to college and everything, um, I never had a close bond where I was like, you know, I'm going to go home for the weekend kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Cause I would call them like, Hey, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> kind of thing. And then once I had my son, obviously they wanted to be around him a lot. So I actually started getting to know my parents through my son yeah, um, because I started spending more time with them. And then obviously, um, things kind of slowed down obviously when you have kids. And so, I would talk to my dad and then he would call and then we've been hanging out more. So we yeah. started doing trips and, uh, um, and that's only within the last five years. And, you know, he's now in his seventies. Um, yeah. and it kind of makes me almost with a, like a regret, like, man, I wish we could have did this 20 years ago. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Um, like why can we do this when I was 12 and I didn't really have all these responsibilities or schedules or anything like that. Like we didn't, no kidding. You had all the time in the world. <laughs> yeah. I had all the time in the world, but he didn't. Yeah. And so, um, and it kind of made, just makes me kind of think, especially with this year too, of how do I want my son to know me and how mm-hmm. do I want him to remember me when he's my age. Yeah. And I don't want him to really have those kind of, kind of feelings of, I didn't really talk to my dad. I mean, you know, we just kind of went through the routine and right. didn't get to know each other. So it's, it's been a really positive light, um, among all the darkness too. Yeah. Have you ever talked to your dad about that kind of stuff? Like do you have uh, that kind of open relationship at this point? Yeah. He, so my dad is, he is very, um, he is not an open book at all. Yeah. He's, uh, 
he is he's he's uh, German American and he uh, went to he was he fought in the Vietnam War. Wow. So he, he has a lot of he has a lot of um, not I don't want to say issues, but he has a lot of he, he's very closed off with that kind of part of his life. Kind of changes a person. So he doesn't he doesn't want to talk about it. He doesn't want to. He, he like he he'll like when people say thank you for your service stuff he'll just say thank you but yeah because he still wears his uh, he wears obviously proudly wears his Vietnam veteran hat yeah um, but you know that's the kind of stuff and then um, I was born in eighty four so that was when they he retired from the military and so mm. he was in the military for you know twenty four years holy so cow. he 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 um, traveled a lot and then he just was always busy and then he god that's one way to put it he traveled a lot (laughs) yeah yep so he he um because i have three older sisters too so do you yeah he he just was always busy and always was doing stuff and um so we talked about it and so we just started um almost developing it like a new relationship over the last Mm -hmm. few years and it's been been great because he you know i think it just it was just one of those things that was kind of nice when my son was born that kind of forced us to have to develop a relationship. And, and yeah. I've been really appreciative and I'm glad I know a lot of, you hear a lot of people saying, you know, if their parents pass or anything like that, then they, that's their biggest regret. And I'm kind of glad at least we can have that kind of relationship um, now than, than, than to never have one. Yeah. No kidding. Holy cow, man. So not to what go about... too, too deep. <laughs> no, not at all. No, this is <laughs> like, I really didn't, I had no idea where we were going to go tonight, but, uh, I mean, I'm glad to hear that, though, that, you know, that uh, that your son coming into the world kind of brought you guys together. That's really because it doesn't sometimes it can go the other way as well. Right. Where it's a it's one of the hardest things anybody does is to to raise a child. And then you kind of see like, OK, well, what's your support system like? So your your dad was there right from day one kind of a thing. Oh, yeah. It's 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 a very strange thing to see. I mean, I, I hate to say this, but it's a very strange thing to see him like he is really happy <laughs> to see him and yeah. playful with him. And I was like. I never had that. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> man, you're lucky. Yeah, guy. he's um, fully retired now. Like he doesn't. he, oh, does, yeah, he yeah. just kind of hangs out. Yeah, for, for a long, for a while now. Because um, after he retired from the military, he went into banking. So into banking. No, I'm sorry, not a uh, banking. Oh, like banking. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I, um, I was just thinking that. I mean, that kind of. I don't know. Anything, anything for going away from the military, I think, is going to be a bit of a a jar and kind of like totally oh, yeah. different. Like what, how do you go into anything? But I don't know, maybe like con- if you said like construction, be like, okay, like yeah. that, I don't know, for some reason, I guess that's a little more of a, a transition that, that makes sense to me. But like, I was thinking he goes from fighting in Vietnam and comes back and like, look at my cakes. Well, make, make cakes and everything. <laughs> but now he, uh, so uh, he, he went into financial banking. So he, uh, um, he's always been, you know, kind of busy and kind of yeah. retired probably about 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. Good for him. That's so. awesome, man. Yeah, well, you guys are doing okay though. You yeah, and girlfriend. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're we're uh, with all uh, with everything going on. I think um, we're doing uh, as good as we can be. So yeah, which is a great thing to say at this point, I guess. Well, Twitch is going okay. Yeah, I actually. Um, so that's a funny thing is I I've always thought of I've always played games. Yeah, uh, my whole life, and um, I have always been very like I said earlier, very sociable and, and talk to people like I just all the time. And this year has kind of pushed that thing. And it's, I've always wanted to do streaming or I've always thought about it. Like, man, that would be really cool to do. Mm-hmm. And then I just like, Oh, you know what? I'll just stream one day. And then it was funny cause I just started doing it and I didn't even tell anybody. Um, yeah. and I saw the streaming and then, <laughs> um, 
Emily Tater Shop Pool Boy in the Discord, she like saw me that I was on live on Twitch and she was like, What are you doing? <laughs> and then she's like told uh Fulia, which I know you talked to her a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, that I was streaming and she like raided and I was like, Don't do this. This is my Wait, first Wait, so you stream. just started this year? You just started like yeah, just, yeah, this, just, just ha- I, this just this just happened? My first, my first stream was literally um it was either the end of July or the very first. Oh, week of get March. out of here! Good for yeah, you, yeah. man. That's awesome. Yeah, so yeah I, it's going I, really well then. Yeah, I, I, I never streamed before that. I would always um, um, participate in talking or playing games with people or trying sure. to like on um, Reddit channels or or other discords of saying, "Hey, mm-hmm. you guys want to play games?" And we just like coordinate some games and just play together. But mm-hmm. I never really pushed it to stream to be in, in front of things because um, my first few streams, I wasn't even using a camera. Because yeah. I was kind of self-conscious about it, because I was like, I don't know how this is going to be, or yeah. is this going to be awkward, or like you know, talking to myself. <laughs> like, I um, think it's harder. I think honestly, every now and then, I'm like, what if I just like stream without the camera? I think there is something about the camera being on that I don't know. It just it it takes a little. It requires a little bit more that oh, you probably yeah, yeah, don't think about until. And I don't know. I don't know exactly what to call it. Like I don't. I, it's just like, would it be easier without a camera? Yes. I don't know why. But it probably would be easier. But also, I don't know if it's as engaging for people to. Get on a stream without yeah, that's, a, that was without one a of the um, obviously I've been um, like actively talking in Bobby's streams and and in his uh, like videos and stuff for you know, the, especially this year mm-hmm. and then um, when I started I was talking to him about it and said you know do you think I should use a camera or I'm a little self conscious about it and he was like I think you can go his, his advice to me was I think you can go either way yeah but if you want to engage with people and them to get actually get to know you. And want to come yeah. back and then and kind of see it. You kind of have to have that one-on-one conversation because when you're playing a game, they can see your reaction to it. If, mm-hmm. you, if I'm just like, oh my god, oh my god, and then it just look like you're just hearing it. Um, so well, especially think, like not every reaction that you have is verbal. Like there's like I don't know. Like you can be surprised. You can kind of be taken aback. Like you can kind of sit back in your chair or something, or just kind of I don't oh, yeah. know. Like there's a lot of different things that kind of get into get into it. Bobby, I think is like he's amazing because he's had. The conversation that I think that you've had with him, I can just imagine how it went. I obviously wasn't there, um, which is exactly what I would say if I really was there. I was trying to tell you I wasn't. But he he has had that type of conversation with so many people, I think, which is like that's just a tribute to him is like people go to him for advice and he always gives great advice. Oh, yeah. Like he gives advice that is like right for the for the person. He doesn't just give like here are the five steps to doing the whatever. Mm-hmm. Like he just, I don't know. He's, he's, he's done such a wonderful job with that. So I'm glad that you're able to, to pick his brain a little bit. Yeah. That's what he said. Cause, um, obviously, you know, he has a lot of people that watch him in streams and everything like that. And for a while I wasn't even talking in his streams and then I just started talking. And then, um, I don't really know where it kind of switched where, you know, then he started like, shouting me out and yelling at me. <laughs> like, like in a stream. And yeah, like, that sounds about right. So he starts yelling at me and, and kind of going through there. And then it's kind of de- just develop a relationship where like even in his streams, people will note me. Like they'll just say like Ario. Then when he did his Q&A, he wanted to come to my island. And I was just playing my character in Animal Crossing behind him, mm-hmm. just changing outfits and making people <laughs> laugh. But not even saying anything because I was just waving yeah. a light stick and people loved it in the chat. Yeah. So he was just sitting there talking and – um that's what he was saying. It was like, you know, people like, you know, seem to like your personality, even when you're just typing, that mm-hmm. you should um, have a camera on because I'm pretty sure people will enjoy it and then watch it. I mean, I was playing um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla last night and I accidentally killed a puppy and I almost died laughing. Oh, my God. So I was like, I lost it. 
I, I, I was like, I cannot believe I didn't mean to do that. And and people loved it. They were like, that was the funniest thing. What a what a jump going from Animal Crossing to the other AC. Well, Assassin's Creed. I don't know how far you want to go into Animal Crossing, but this Animal Crossing. That's the very I I before this game, I have never heard of Animal Crossing. Okay, what in the world? Why do you even buy it then? So I was. It was. It was. I didn't start when the game first came out. I think the game came out in April. Mm-hmm. And um, the lockdown, everything shut down here, it, just like how you was. It was like the second week of April, I think. And the game might have came out that week. I'm not sure what exactly. Yeah, I can't remember. March it was probably April. the two weeks later in um, in beginning of May that I saw a commercial. No joke. This is how I think maybe commercials Oh, my work. God. Yeah, I, no I was, kidding. I was at home, and I saw a commercial for Animal Crossing. And I was like, I, I, I did, at that point, I didn't have any games to play. Mm-hmm. I was going back and playing God of War. And some of the old PlayStation games, I played Spider-Man again. Yeah. Um, and I was kind of like, I mean, I already beat it. But I was like, I don't really have anything to play. So I just started playing them again because I love those games. And then I saw the commercial for Animal Crossing. I was like, man, my girlfriend was there. I was like, I think you would really like this game. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Do you, if I buy it, will we play? Because we, you know, we were obviously at home together all the time. And yeah. I'm thinking it's a multiplayer game that we can play together. Oh, um, no. So I was like, I'll just buy it. Because, I mean, uh, my Switch, I, which Bobby would probably kill me for saying it. I didn't play my Switch for a year. <laughs> it yeah. was sitting there collecting dust. I get it, man. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And so I bought Animal Crossing, and I, I started playing it, and that's how I found Bobby's channel because I literally Googled how to make bells in Animal Crossing. And one of one of the pop-ups was um, I was just scrolling through, and I yeah. watched one of his videos that, that he made guru. right before. And I actually watched the Breaking Bells episode with your wife. <laughs> That he get was out of here did you really yeah and so i watched that and it went to his channel and then it was the one of the top what i was recommended and i was like what is breaking bells and i just started watching it, and they were talking about it. i was like well i don't know anything about the game so i'll just maybe i'll learn something and i started watching it oh and my I said, god i said man bobby reminds me so when i was in college <laughs> i had a roommate for eight years yeah and, and bobby is it's weird i showed him my friend in real life um his name is sean but yeah. i was like get he reminds me <laughs> Of Bobby, like they're almost like a splitting image, almost personality wise too. No way, and it's freaky. And I was like, we get along so well. I was like, mm-hmm. I, I know, I don't know him, but I feel like if I met Bobby, me and him would would get along like that. Yeah, big time. So I started, I started watching that, and then I was watching his videos. I didn't even know he streamed, and then I watched one of his streams, and I said, oh, like just one stream. I was like, uh. Man. Oh, you get all the Bobby in the yeah, stream. Said, it's weird because he's not – he doesn't know me, but mm-hmm. I know we would be better, we would be good mm-hmm. friends if, mm-hmm. if he knew me. Totally like, a not creepy thing to say about somebody else on the internet. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. We would be friends. We would be friends. We <laughs> Do you want to hang friends. out, please? <laughs> please come hang out with me. So that's how I started watching his videos. And then I subscribed to his channel and then it's kind of all like went downhill from there. And then I obviously yeah. um, met probably – which – uh, you know, you and Bobby's uh, your Discord. We met a group of friends that was doing just like I think you and Bobby talked about it one mm-hmm. day when you guys were talking about. There's a group of eight people in the. There's like, what is this this voice channel? Like, look, I'm like, there's got to be something wrong. Like, Discord and, is like freaking out. That's why I said is like when other channels, Discords, and other um, like Reddit stuff. I always mm-hmm. try to like want to play with people. Yeah. And so when we were talking about it, you know, they were talking about like playing some games. I was like, we should just make, we should, I, didn't, I mean, it's not my idea because we, you know, we, everyone's talking about it. We were like, we should play games together and we should just get in voice because, I mean, why not? Yeah. And yeah, so why not? Uh, <laughs> that's how we did it. And we started playing games like every Saturday night. Dude. And, and then I still talk to those people on a daily basis. 
Like yeah. the same, we have a like a Discord message group. And we just talk all the time. Oh about my god! Well, I have a. It's funny because like yeah, like the group messages are kind of good. Like they're all over the place, right? Mm-hmm. There's we've got there's a there's a text group and it's like there's like 15 of us in there. And like I have to admit, like because like Animal Crossing, like it's well known. My journey with Animal Crossing is well known at this point. I'm going to be playing very soon. Kato's going to walk walk me through the first couple of hours. Um, I have bought it. It is over here. I don't know if you've seen. The picture, but I did. This is my own copy. I bought my own <laughs> copy of Animal Crossing, so it's right here. It's ready to go. So I will, I will start that. But like my whole thing with Animal Crossing earlier this year was, I think, well, well documented. And then I don't know. I don't know if there's another game like this. If you're able to like think about something outside of Animal Crossing, where maybe you've had a similar experience, but like it's a little intimidating, right? Like yep. even though it's like the thing is called Yumi Capri, right? And then all of a sudden it's filled with like 900 people or something crazy like that. Everybody just like, like they, they don't just like Animal Crossing. Like they love Animal mm-hmm. Crossing. And like the, if we were to calculate how many hours across all the people in that channel, we're talking about like could bill, could squad billions of hours, like an impossible number. And I'm like, I don't know how to like deal <laughs> with this. I don't like, I'm also, I am also here. So I remember seeing that, that like, and like everybody's super nice. Right. So it's not even like it wasn't it wasn't so much like I didn't want to jump into like a voice channel like that because for any reason, I was just like, I don't know how to handle like this much Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, is there a balance out there somewhere else well, that we could talk the, about something else, the, too? The, the very positive thing about Animal Crossing that I've learned, because like I said, this is my very first introduction to it, mm-hmm. is the people like everyone that I've met through um, the Yumi and Capri Discord or other discords of Animal Crossing have always they they are always really happy to help out even right. if it's the smallest thing absolutely like I, like I need a cup and they're like we i will log on and get you <laughs> here's four cup. cups yeah and then they'll yeah. send it to you so it's it's like, the neighbor you borrow a cup of sugar from yeah, like that's, it, it, and that's the thing it's a, it's a little bit embarrassing for me because it's like couldn't have had nicer people stop by everybody's willing to help each other whether whether in the game or in real life and it's like such a bunch like just a, an amazing group of people and i'm like and I didn't know what to do. Like, that's the true, like, me being in, when I say pe- I'm an introvert, like, people kind of, they don't really get it until you see something like that happen. Where, like, because I do this, right? It doesn't seem like this is, this does not seem like the type of thing that an introvert would do. But I feel like it's, this is exactly what an introvert would do. Yep. Like, keep it to one-on-one. Like, not have this giant circle of people. And it's like, it, it reminded me of, like, just being on the playground. Like, seeing there's, like, a, like, you guys were all in, like, a, a voice chat. I'm like, I don't know how I just like walk into that. And then all yep. you guys are thinking like, we'll just come on over. Like it's yep. this completely different mindsets like for me compared to anybody else. That, that's why I can I can t- totally understand when people say they're intimidated by Animal Crossing because I think if you have – if you are introvert and you don't want to put yourself out or just go and ask for the help, then it is very – I mean I hate it. I love Animal Crossing. I obviously played my, – my island has over 700 hours. Mm-hmm. So I, I love Animal Crossing. But it is it is not the most exciting game. It is not um, the most uh, challenging game or anything like that. I think why I love it so much is the community, big and, time, and then the friendships that I've developed using it or playing it, and then kind of you know I, I stream Animal Crossing a lot. So um, you know we're just designing, but then it's mostly not necessarily I, like I'm strictly playing Animal Crossing design. I'm interacting with people in chat, like. Half the time, I'm just talking to them, and we're just chatting, mm-hmm. just um, asking them how their day was, and yeah, um, they're and also you. you're playing a game. Yeah, we're just playing the game. It's like mm-hmm. almost a backdrop, and it's exactly kind of a, more right. of a relaxing kind of feel where 
um, the people that they get to know me, I get to know them. And then, um, we just kind of snowball from there and it's, it's, it's been great. I mean, I can't, um, complain at all. And then it's kind of, then when I stream out uh, Assassin's Creed, those people come over and they just want to chat. They're like, we'll just see what it is. And then it's like very violent. And they're like, this is not my type of game, but you know, we'll, we'll still hang out and uh, yeah. chat. We're just still talking about their day. And, and then, you know, I try to lighten it up with some jokes and everything like that. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's overall, it's been, it's been absolutely amazing. I feel like, you know, even just t- talking to you tonight, I feel like my, like, my shoulders have dropped down a couple of inches. Like, I feel like I've just chilled out a little bit. It's been actually really nice just to kind of, I don't know, just forget about the rest of the world. Oh, yeah, just no, like, I, knew, I, I feel you like you have earlier. that air about you. Yeah, I think you made that comment earlier about, or not earlier, but uh, like in a previous stream or something, you're talking about like, definitely. You, I don't know if you want to stream your first, like when you first start, or if you mm-hmm. want to play a little bit. I was like, oh no, Animal Crossing people love the beginning. Like, they want yeah. to help you. See, All right. Collect three bugs. <laughs> like they will be there. <laughs> well, uh, I, I think the beginning of the game, and I don't know exactly if it's the same for uh, New Horizon, but with New Leaf, like I like how structured it is. Like they're telling you, like go over here and do this thing. Like there's tasks and stuff. That, like once you kind of get into almost, I don't know if it's called end game, but like past a certain point, you can kind of do whatever you want. That's where I get a little lost, and that's okay. me in Animal Crossing, and it's like me with like pretty much anything else. Where I'm like, if I don't have my like either, like if I create myself a to do list, then I'll be good. But if I just like, you know, walk out onto my island and go like, I don't have a plan or I don't know what I want to do today, I'll just kind of sit there and then like two hours will pass by. And it's like, yep. well, that was a stupid waste of time. And what the hell is wrong with my brain that I can't walk out into an open island and just go like sort myself out? I just can't, man. It's a little bit, a little embarrassing. That, that's what I said. I was like, you're going to love the first few days of Animal Crossing. But I think it will. That, well, we'll see if you. <laughs> that's where I. Well, that. that's where I think I ended up dropping off with um with the 3ds version as well. Like I think I I got my house fully paid for and everything. Like got to that point, and then at that I was like, I mean, I guess I could just like pick some fruit and stuff. Like I just didn't even know like yep. what to do. Right? And, like there's obviously way more to it. And people who are listening to this who are well versed in Animal Crossing are like, yeah, that's like the that's like the the intro. It's like the great plateau and in, in Breath of the Wild. It's like. like yeah, you, you watch Kato's video and then you're like, oh my goodness, that's that's hundreds of hours. <laughs> I know, and I just don't even know where to start, man. Well, you know, you talking about um, playing Animal Crossing reminds me of Kato a little bit where I'm like, I'm really looking forward to the day where she just, like, not that I'm like, want to rush her for finishing up Animal Crossing, but for when she trans- transfers her, her Twitch channel into like a pro oh, Halo. Halo. Oh my goodness. Dude. Yeah, she's so she, good. I, I, she, she, I, I heard her talking about it for weeks. And then I was like, Okay, Kato. And then when we played on Saturday, <laughs> oh my god! Like no chance, right? She like I I was tell I was talking about it on stream on Sunday that mm-hmm. like she would kill me, and I would spawn on the other side of the map, and then she'd be jumping from a cliff and just bash me in the head. And I was like, well, how did you come over? Where did you come from? I don't know, man. Yeah, she's on another level. It's hilarious, yeah. and then she's just so chill with the Animal Crossing, and then she comes in just like. Wreck shop and Halo. It's, it's the release. It's, it's, it's well, a bring back after. Our I want her to have the. I want her to have the potato with the with the Master Chief helmet on top. That's okay. kind of what I want for her. That's that's. She exactly should stream it. it. Uh, I need some pointers. She she should do top five pointers. It'll be that. That'll be a. Uh, we'll do a switcheroo. Yeah. I'll do Animal Crossing on my channel, and she'll do some other stuff. <laughs> maybe some Halo on hers, man. That'll be a very well, thank, good job. Thanks for carving out time, man. I know that uh, the last couple weeks have been a little bit nuts, and I it's all on me, man. I I just really appreciate your. Um, I, I don't take it for granted at all um, that you've been so accommodating and, and willing to just like, whenever we want to chat, let's do it. But I really oh, yeah, appreciate yeah, no, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, like I said, I, I will chat anytime, every day, 
all the time. <laughs> well, it's hard when it's hard when you have like, especially like a five year old like on the spectrum. Like it's it's difficult, mm-hmm. and you're just I don't know. I I feel like every time that I chat with somebody new each and every week, I learn something else. And yeah, I definitely just I love getting a perspective from you just to. I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know if you put like actual thought into just chilling out or if that just comes so naturally to you, but no, it's been a challenging you, year for you and yeah. for everybody, but yeah, you're carrying yourself very well. Yeah, typically it. I'm very stressed out all the time. And I think, <laughs> uh, I, I usually am. Um, but I think yeah. this year in particular, just kind of maybe just step back and say, yeah. you know, what is really important and what do I want in my life? And maybe I should start making strives to try to achieve that so I can, highlight the stuff that I really want to do instead yeah. of um, just kind of keep going with the flow and kind of being stressed out all the time. So it's mm-hmm. definitely that's another positive that's kind of come out of it as well. well I will. I'm going to work on that, man. I promise yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't give, them for you. You know, give them this way because it's not perfect at all. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on the on the Twitch and everywhere else you want people so, to find you on the internet, man. So right now I am streaming on Twitch. It's uh, twitch.tv slash Argo227. Um, obviously, uh, if anybody's on the Discord or anything like that, I'm Argo on there. Um, so um, you can chat with me anytime. Um, I also have a Discord as well. But um, you know, if you come to a live stream or something like that, you can get the information there. Cool, man. Awesome, man. Well, I will see you at your when do you when do you stream? You have do you actually have a schedule? I just feel like I so I go online I, and you're there. I do. So I have an Animal Crossing schedule that I usually stick to. So I usually mm-hmm. will stream Animal Crossing on Monday and Wednesdays, um, usually between uh, or at uh, noon to three thirty p.m. during the day, and yeah. then I will stream Sunday nights, um, typically at nine to eleven p.m. But I stream almost five days a week because anytime outside those windows, I'm streaming something else. So I stream among us. I stream Assassin's Creed, um, Mario and, and kind of things like that. So I stick to those three days from animal crossing, but every other time it's usually a different kind of game. Nice. I love it, man. Keep the balance up. That's great. Are there, before I let you go, um, is there anything else in the, that's coming up in this year that you're looking forward to? Or like, are you good for 2020 for games? I, I am, Perfectly fine. I mean, I think I'm going to play Assassin's Creed for a long, long time. <laughs> two years until the next yeah. one. <laughs> no, maybe not two years. I really want to play. It's Cyberpunk. huge, man. It's enormous. Uh, it's 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 larger than I anticipated. Me too. Um, and I want to play Cyberpunk um, mm-hmm. if it ever comes out. But I think I'm going to wait um, and play that after I'm finished with Assassin's Creed because I don't typically like to mix huge games like that because I just feel yeah, like same. I'm lost. They so, were supposed to come out like two days apart from each other. Yeah, originally, I think it was supposed to come out in September. And then or 10 days? Oh, yeah, November, that one, yeah. And then now it's got pushed to mm-hmm. almost Christmas, and I feel like it might get pushed again. So oh, my <laughs> God. Well, I'm, I'm kind of with you, man. I feel like anybody, like, yeah, we're all kind of like, sure, sure, December. Okay, it's like a Final Fantasy 15 thing all over okay. again. Remember when they did the whole, like, the whole production, and they had, like, the date and everything? They had, like, oh, yeah. they even made a joke about it and everything, and then they still ended up having to push it. It's like, push it. holy crap. Yeah, seven years later. <laughs> oh man, I still haven't played it, so yeah, well, I haven't either. Doesn't matter what I say about it. Well, thanks, man, for tonight. This has been super fun to, to catch up, and I um, kind of want to read a gambling book. Kind of want to, I don't oh, know, man. watch like twenty one or something like that. Hey, man, if you ever want to play poker, Mike, Mike will always be open for a game. I will be like, I don't know, what's the, what's the like, what's the like if I was like a caddy. Like if you're playing, like I'll be your caddy, but for for poker, like I'll, I'll carry your cards or something. So, like that. Uh, maybe maybe I should make YouTube videos of. Uh... I think you should, dude. That would be awesome. That would be amazing. Kind of go through there. But um, 
Um, yeah, good. Next time you go to Vegas, I'm sure it'll be really great. You just like videotape the whole thing. They'll be fine live, with it. So you can get with the casinos and you can live stream at the table. Can you really? So if you you can talk to the casinos and you can set up a camera, not on no no not when you're playing with other players, but they'll give yeah. you your own table to um, play like carnival games like Mississippi Stud or Ultimate Hold'em. What? And then you can just have a camera there and you can watch them. You you bet. You can't show the dealer, so you just show them the table. Yeah. So there's yeah. a lot of streamers on you. They don't stream on Twitch. But on YouTube, yeah. that stream, them playing slot machines or streaming. No them way. Games. So I told I told my uh, um, my girlfriend, I said, next time I go to Vegas, maybe I'll just bring the camera and then mm-hmm. I'll just stream. And if, if I can't, you know, I'll have to make it YouTube. <laughs> but I said, I'll I would love YouTube, to see or, it. Or I'll just do a video and then I'll just stream me playing. And then yeah. you, can, you can't really, you just have us, you just talk to the casino and they'll just gladly do it because it's almost like free advertisement there because they want you to win because they'll bring sure, more people sure. there. Yeah, so. definitely. Um, oh there, my there are those streams out there. I love well, my my mind has been blown wide open tonight, man. So thank you for this. <laughs> yeah, uh, and yeah, thanks again for for carving out time tonight, man. I've had a great time chatting with you. Davey Tom, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Okay, guys, I need to I need to start off with a bit of a Canadian apology. I maybe overdid it on the intro there. <laughs> <laughs> so just so you know how this all works, I I have the music going. I can hear it in my... As you are hearing it, I am hearing it. And that's how I do the intro. That's how I come in at the same time every single time. A little behind the, the curtain there. I, um, I didn't know that my voice was going to do that. I didn't know that it was going to go quite so loud and kind of uncontrollable. So I ended up having to fade in the hay because it was aggressive and offensive. And I'm sorry. Uh, so if you were noticing something a little bit weird there, that's what happened. And I can't just re-record like the hay part because i just roll right into the rest of it it just i don't know man i i i put myself in a bit of a corner it was a little weird hopefully you stuck around (laughs) what a what a way to start a podcast like how about i just scream my face off directly into your eardrums and hope that you stick around or maybe people just fast forward through it knowing that it's about to be bad uh chelsea's calling me right now Let's see. Do we want to do? Let's see if Chelsea wants to go on. Um, you want to go on speakerphone? I'm just recording with the GamerCast. You want to say hey? Hey. Oh, that's what I did. Okay. Do you want to say I hope you enjoyed the episode and like it's the ending part now? Um, I really hope you enjoyed this episode of We the GamerCast. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't have a sexy voice like your um, Patreon people. Oh, so Lincoln would like to say hello to your your guests as well. Lincoln, say say bye bye everybody. Oh, oh guys. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, dude, I'll, I'll call you back. Okay, bye. All right, well, um, that's a that's a magical moment that just happened. I wish there was a ring so you guys could, like, hear that. That, that was a real phone. That, that's about as real as it gets. I hope you guys are good. Argo, thank you so much for, for hanging out, man. And normally this is where I, like, plug a whole bunch of stuff. But if you guys like the show, you can follow me on uh, Twitter at Sean Capri. Sean like Connery, rest in peace. Capri like the pants. Probably also rest in peace because, seriously, who else is? Who's wearing Capri pants anymore? If you guys like the show, you can um, also support on patreon.com slash Capri. Get the show early. You get the Pants Patreon podcast for patrons podcast. The uh, exclusive bonus podcast for supporting you, me and Capri, as I say. What else? Is that it? You know, rate the show on, on Apple Podcasts, but that's okay. Shout out to Fluxaposed. I've been enjoying Fluxaposed quite a bit lately. That's actually... Uh, let me let me just load it up on my podcast here. This is this is legitimately what I'm listening to right now. It's two times speed. 
So now we're gonna go find Jason. This is a really good outro. I'm really proud of the way this outro went. I hope you, hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Um, I've got a really cool guest next week. I think it's Elaine from the Xbox Empire. So now we're gonna go find Jason. I don't know why I have a PlayStation reference at the end of this We the Gamer Cast show, but there. Jason. 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 Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!